So this week at the interview with The Wire, we had Robbie Lavoie. We talked about his path in martial arts. So we started back when he was five years old at Duvers Martial Art. And we go all the way through now, uh, almost uh, 30 years later. So it was really a big journey. Uh, he has a lot of experience, you know. He started young in competition. He has done a lot. So we talk about everything. We talk a lot, uh, too, about his, uh, his uh, life uh, personal. So it was really great. So if you guys want to support the podcast, we encourage you to like the episode you like share them, uh, comment them, and uh, write write to us about uh, what next guest we should have. Uh, we are really open about it. And if you want to do a little bit more support, you can go on Patreon. If you only speak English, then you can subscribe for uh, $1 or $2, and you can have uh, the audio and exclusive for $1. Or for $2, you have videos, audios, plus the Blitz Quiz exclusive in English only. So for $2 a month, it's really cheap and it helps us a lot to grow and to have better, you know, better uh, technical stuff and uh, to uh, make the podcast bigger and bigger. And uh, we thank you for that. And uh, I want to take time to uh, thank our, our Patreon that support us uh, right now. So we like you guys, we love you guys, and we thank you guys a lot. Uh, have a good podcast. Les cicatrices nous rappellent d'où on arrive Les combos qu'on doit livrer quand le destin chavire Guerrier, on fera ce qu'il faut pour la famille Cœur de lion, œil de tigre, on a la paix dans la mire The battles are never ending, I know But we will get up and get on with the fight And we'll do whatever for what is right Just put your trust in us and us So this week at Interview with a Wire, we have the honor to receive a worldwide known world champion in point fighting, uh, Sensei Robbie Lavoie. So uh, hi, Robbie. Uh, it is uh, really great to have you today. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on the on the podcast and uh, looking forward to it, man. Th things are good. Uh, yeah, just having fun. Thanks again for asking me to be on this. It's my pleasure to be on it. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Uh, look, we want to put uh, the light. We know you as a champion in competition. We saw you, you know. Um, but today we want to uh, tell people, like maybe some, even people that train with you, you know, for years. Like we want to know how you start into karate and stuff like that. So how does it come in your life and uh, what age and uh, where are you from? Too? So I'm from Ottawa, Ontario. Um, I, I started martial arts and training when I was uh five years old i just one of those typical kids who uh i wanted to be a ninja turtle man i wanted to be just oh, like yeah. michelangelo and um yeah that, that's where i kind of started and stuff like that um i trained out of diverse martial arts i've been there since i was five years old man and uh it's something that i just always i fell in love with at a young age man and just never really looked back i started competing a lot when i was about nine years old nine or ten years old i went to my first world championships And um, I love competing and I just always, uh, I like testing myself and always trying to be a better version of myself. I, I fell in love with it, man. And it's just become part of my life and it is my life, you know? So um, yeah, yeah I, I started off just wanting to be a Ninja Turtle, man. And here I am just 30 years later, just doing it still to this day and teaching a lot of teaching and uh, helping out the, uh, running the school and stuff like that. I had instructor at Duvers Martial Arts and, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the livelihood, man. It's like, for me, it's not a hobby. It's just something that I've always loved to do, and it's just who I am today. And as a kid, how, uh, how were you as a kid? Uh, we often hear that, you know, the fighters were like, as a kid, I, I like to go in a fight. I was, uh, I had a temper and stuff like that, or I had a, a life more difficult, so I had to fight to go through it. So how was um, it for you? I was a really hyper kid. I had a lot of energy, man. Like, uh, yeah, I had a hard time paying attention to anything. I just, uh, yeah, the only time I was able to focus was like in karate class. So I was always a right. well-behaved student, but I was just always had a lot of energy, man. But when I was a kid, I was just, I was super shy. I, I didn't like talking to people. I just, I was always kind of to myself. I was just really hyper kid, but I was super shy and stuff like that, but no, I, I had a good upbringing and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I didn't really have a temper. Like I wasn't the nicest person in the world, but I, I never mm-hmm. really had a temper or anything like that. I was like a shy kid, not very social and stuff like that, but I was just super hyper. I was bouncing off the walls all the time, but um, yeah, that, that's about it. Like why well, I just kind of fell in love with martial arts and mm-hmm. it just, it was, it helped me like, kind of focus a little bit and it was the only time yeah. like i was actually able to focus and can mm-hmm. you re- can you recall for us the first time you put foot in the dojos and where was it uh it was at dumas martial arts man um it was one of the original like their second location and it was 1991 um i I kind of remember my first class. I don't really remember my first class. It was mm-hmm. a long time ago, but um, yeah, I just remember kind of like, I still remember going down the stairs into the karate school and stuff like that. because it was on like in the basement kind of mm-hmm. thing, kind of area and stuff like that. But I remember that. And then, uh, Yeah, that, that's about it, man. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I get hit yeah. in the head a lot, man. I don't remember. I have the best <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and, and you start competition like almost at the beginning, like white, belt, um, uh, yellow, I think. Uh, I think my first competition, I think I was uh, maybe an orange belt or a green huh. belt or something like that. I started at that, but I, I didn't compete a lot until I got my black belt when I was a little mm-hmm. bit older. I got my black belt when I was nine. And um, that's yeah, that's young. when I started competing. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was pretty young, man. And um, I just, that, yeah, that's basically when I first started competing a lot. And then, I started competing. I went to my first uh, world championship when I was 10 years old. And then, um, yeah, then from there, I, I started competing all the time. And I think that's when, mm-hmm. probably about when I was nine or 10, that's when I really started competing a lot. And I just kept competing a lot, man. What was the, 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 the association at that time? And where was it the first year? It, it was, um, it was uh, WK at that time. Mm-hmm. And it was in 96 WK. And it was in uh, Prague, Czech Republic. Okay, wow, 96. Wow, I was born yeah. that year, Robbie. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, see? Told you, I've been doing this a long time, man. Yeah, man, yeah. I've been doing it a long time, bro. 25 years this year, yeah. 25 years, yeah, it's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, wow. And, and uh, uh, yeah. go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. Um, and your last competition, I guess, was the Irish Open 2020? I didn't go to the Irish okay. Open in 2019, actually. Was it 2000? No, it's 2020. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even get to go, man. I um, I had It was really the last one because it was in March, but like the yeah, week before everything right, right, go down. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to go. Okay. To I had a hand injury and I had surgery like maybe a month before. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I wasn't able to. So, like, my last, like, tournament was probably the World Championships in 2019 in uh, Niagara Falls, awesome. New York. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, my last big competition. And then last October, I fought in um, Atlanta for Pro Point. And uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of like mm-hmm. a set show kind of thing. It wasn't a tournament. Uh, but, yeah, I guess those are my last few competitions, man. It's uh, been a long time. Mm-hmm. And talking about pro points, since we're in there, we're going to get back to the beginning after. But uh, how yeah. do you like that? How do you like doing pro uh, point I, fight? I, uh, I, it is I really different it, from point fighting, but it's yeah. like, I guess it is the the ma- the way to put it mainstream, right? Like to, yeah, to make point fight mainstream. Too, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, But it's, it's coming different. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully, man, it, it's awesome. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved how they kind of treated the fighters the whole like kind of like how it's a show you know it's just like mm-hmm. it's a lot different than a tournament and um yeah I, i like the rules it's just yeah something new something different and it's exciting for me because like i've done every tournament in the world for how many times you know like i've been to uh, the u.s open like 15 16 times i've been to the irish open every year except for two years since 2003 you know like I mm-hmm. like having a like diff- different competitions, different things to do, you know. And yeah, you had a different kind of gave me a different kind of motivation, you know. Just like something a little different, and I like the fact of set fights, you know, like where you're getting to yeah. fight different people sometimes too. So um, yeah, I still like going to regular competitions and stuff like that, and I can't wait until we can actually do one again. Mm-hmm, But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like the pro point. It's something different, something exciting, man. And, and yeah. And yeah, I, I love it. Then it was really cool. It was a great experience. I'm looking forward to doing another one as well. Yeah, yeah, it's coming uh, in Ontario, I think, and in Quebec. In Quebec, I know yeah. we have Sam that is gonna try to uh, yeah, make it bigger. But awesome. uh, yeah, no, it's gonna yeah, be cool. I'm looking so forward cool. to it, man. Mm. Uh, where was where were we uh, before that? <laughs> yeah, uh, I I wanted to coming back to your first time in the world championship. Uh, it was yeah. uh, uh, in Europe, and you were a kid. So how was it? So was it your first time uh, overseas? And what was yeah. your impression at the time? It, it, it was different, man. I, I remember. Um, yeah, it was just really weird getting on a plane for like. 10 hours when I was like 10 years old, you know, is um, mm-hmm. different, different food and everything like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was cool seeing like um, all the different countries, all the different kind of different fighters and stuff like that. It was really cool. And um, yeah, and like back then there wasn't like the 10 and under divisions or 12 and under, it was just 17 and under at that time. And they didn't have a bunch of kids divisions. Like they used to, it was like one quarter division, 17 and under. Well, and then the weight class was like minus 35 to plus 60 or, or plus mm-hmm. 70 or something for 17 and under man. So, um, yeah, it was a lot different. It, it was a cool experience. And yeah, those international competitions when I was a kid really helped me become a, kind of mm-hmm. the fighter I am today, you know, like I got to fight a lot of different kind of styles, a lot of different kind of, kind of fighters too. Right. Cause like yeah. in North, North Americans fight so different than Europeans, you know? And like, I got to fight people out here um, with a certain style. Then I got to fight other people with different styles, you know? So um, the more people we fight and the more experience you get, like fighting different, different kind of like styles and stuff like that help you grow as a competitor, you know? So um, I, I was blessed to have those experiences and yeah, they really kind of 
helped me get to get to where I am today. And totally. in that line uh, of talk, uh, it get me a question. Uh, who would you say uh, was your nemesis? Did you have one, like a, pe a person that you always... Uh, uh, yeah, it's crazy, clash man. With. Um, me, me, like in, in Europe or just in general? All of, and, like, in general, yeah. Yeah, um, like in your career, someone that you really uh, like stood up against fought, a lot. I, I fought Jack Felton a lot as a junior and growing up, but um, me and him have been friends since we were like 12, 13 years old. And then when we were about 18, we, we became teammates, you know, like um, yeah. we, we fought a lot. And um, also Robbie Hughes from England, man. I, I fought him a whole bunch growing up too and, and as an adult and stuff too. So those are some of the fighters that I've fought the most, to be honest, you know, and they, they made me make me better every time I do mm -hmm. fight with them and fought, have fought with them. And me and Jack were like, when I was living in California for those four and a half years, like he was one of my main training partners we spar together like three days a week training with each other five days a week you know mm -hmm. so we we just make each other better at the end of the day too when you you have those people to constantly push you and stuff as well nice and mm -hmm. what made you go live uh out there in uh, california i i just wanted something different you know what okay. i mean it just part yeah i just i was just kind of wanted to change in my life a little bit and just wanted to get away for a while, you know, and just, um, yeah, yeah get different experiences uh, and learn and just live life, man. It's just, for me, I just, I was kind of like, I was like 26 years old, 27. And I was just like, I just feel like having something different in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was surrounded by some amazing people over there and stuff like that. I learned a lot about life and just a lot about myself and got to Uh, train with a lot of different people learn about more about martial arts and stuff mm -hmm. like that too man so it, it was a great experience and i would never trade it in for the world man i loved it nice yeah of course you train with like a uh, raymond daniels the whole star team and yeah, stuff like yeah yeah basically the whole all-star yeah. team it was like me me raymond daniels Chuck felton leon jefferson jamal albini you know like that that's one of the best training rooms in the world when we're all together training you know like every every sparring around is like you're fighting for for a grand championship yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. like you don't get that round off uh -huh. you know and everything everything was tough man and yeah it, it was awesome yeah mm -hmm. nice Yeah, I often see you guys in competition. You didn't even like wear helmet like uh, in competition like because you guys train without I guess I never trained with the helmet man <laughs> I haven't put on a helmet I have not trained with a or wore a helmet since the world championships in 2019 uh -huh. i am not worn one i don't even know where my helmet is <laughs> <laughs> i really don't man i really don't no but yeah, in competition I when i saw you fighting and daniel was like you didn't have your helmet when oh you at the pkc yeah because um yeah. it was the warrior challenge probably the last time mm -hmm. i fought him in 2014 And um, yeah, we didn't need to wear helmets, so I'm not wearing a helmet. If I don't have to wear a helmet, <laughs> yeah. man. And uh, you said um, that uh, you are doing it in a professional league right now, or before COVID. Uh, so how 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 did it come to it? How did you enter that uh, professional uh, point fight uh, league? The pro, the pro point thing. Um, I was one of the seeds that went. I just kind of. Uh, they were throwing a show for lightweights and stuff, and I was just in touch with the promoter, and 
they offered to uh they wanted me out there to compete and stuff like that so it was good it was a really big weight class for me because i'm only about 135 pounds 140 pounds and it was minus 169 so it was a little bit different with those rules and stuff like that like with mm-hmm. the weights but man it, it was a cool experience yeah something different hopefully um hopefully i'll be fighting on their next card and stuff like that as well so and uh Did you teach professionally? What are you doing professionally? Yeah, yeah I, just, I just, I just, yeah, I just uh, teach at a school, man. Just teach full time. Just up running, uh, being the head instructor at Dubas Martial Arts at their headquarters. And yeah, that that's what I do. I just train and teach, and yeah, that's about it, man. And just like I said, it was my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you give classes through Zoom to like people around the world for for sparring, I guess. Yeah, I do a lot of private lessons, man. I I do a bunch in a week, like I have people in England, throughout the states, I have people in Canada and stuff as well. So it's pretty cool, man. I, I love what I do. It's pretty fun. Nice, no, that's nice. And uh, as a teacher, what would you say? Uh, what advice uh, would you give to uh, a new fighters coming up uh, in the dojo saying i want to be the next rabbi you know oh, <laughs> how, how man, could i do it, it you know what man it's, it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of like a lot of dedication and a lot of hard work and like there's going to be a lot of ups and downs man it's mm. a lot of ups and downs like sometimes you're going to lose that motivation but it comes down to what you want what and seeing what you're capable of you know what i mean like for me it's just i've always was curious to see what am i capable of doing you know yeah. and if i work hard enough and I, i was always confident i was always super determined you know just mm-hmm. with through hard work and discipline a lot of things most things are possible you know it's just you gotta you, you gotta want it at the end of the day you gotta constantly want it and mm-hmm. there's gonna be ups and downs because you're mm-hmm. not gonna win all the time You know, sometimes yeah. you're going to lose for a little bit and then you're going to win and you're going to have the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, you know, and it, mm. some, sometimes it's not for everybody, you know, some people are okay with getting like second and third place and that's okay, but that's, that's not me. You know, if you, if you really want something, it's just, you you gotta uh, hate to lose more than you love to win, you know? Mm. So it's just a, a lot of hard work and just perseverance too, because you are going to have those up and downs ups and downs but um yeah you just gotta keep pushing through those obstacles man and just hard work will bring you a lot of places mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. work until until um, until they can't ignore you <laughs> yeah exactly man exactly and uh we we talk about your injury at, at your hand but did you uh, ever like get a big injury at, like a concussion or broken ribs or stuff like that like uh, do you ever, ever get injured uh, badly yeah so i actually had surgery on my hand <laughs> on my hand when i heard it okay. so mm. that was good um i've broken mm. my wrist before um i've had knee surgery before and stuff that was like 11 years ago but um yeah i just busted ribs bad knee my knee is okay now my hand but yeah no concussions knock on wood but um yeah, yeah. yeah i've broken my nose a few times too yeah exactly mm-hmm. knock on wood but Um, yeah, I've broken my ribs, broken my nose, hurt, busted my hand a few times, and, and my knee. But yeah, that's about it. Oh, and I tore my Achilles. Oh, oh, oh just that. Yeah, and yeah, that's the that was probably the worst one. 
Mm. And after all that, you still like when you fight, you still have all that, you know, all that swag, man. When you fight, you spin, you blitz, you just you yeah, go. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. My like, I've always taken pretty good care of my body, uh, man. And like, mm-hmm. anytime an injury does happen, I make sure to you take the, the time to re- yeah. take the time, get get um, do the proper rehabilitation mm-hmm. and stuff like that to strengthen it. <clears throat> excuse me before before i go back to doing something you yeah. know what i mean i take time if the doctor says six weeks i'm going to take maybe eight weeks you know mm-hmm. and just and slowly build up so i just been smart about those injuries and <clears throat> coming back from those injuries man so mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me so like yeah some That's people good. some people's body doesn't um respond well but some people aren't patient you know so mm-hmm. or some people just don't take care of themselves properly after an injury right so mm-hmm. they use it more as like a break to take a two months off rather than two months to get back to where they want to be you know so exactly. it's all about yep. taking care of myself and building up instead of just doing nothing you know mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh you where you went everywhere to fight and do competition and When you went over there first, did you take time to like visit from time to time or is just like fast travel or when you were young, it was like that. And now you take the time, like how that it went. Yeah, so you yeah. take time to train with people when you go over there, like just compete or like, hey, I like what you did. Nah, nah. We should train. I'm here like for five, five days. Like, nah, nah. how does it work? Um, uh, Before when I was younger, like it would just go to the tournament and just come home, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I, was, I had to like especially when i was a teenager like i had to start like going to europe and stuff like that like like my first irish open i was only like 16 or 17 right so okay. and i would just go with like my teammates and stuff like that then i'd come home but as i got a little bit older and like i could start doing things on my own when i was like 19 20 21 mm-hmm. <clears throat> i started to like stay for a few days afterwards and stuff like me and a couple of the the guys and stuff like that, me and a couple of my teammates, like me, Jack and Ray and stuff like that would stay after like a few days extra and just kind of see the place or the country where we were at and stuff like that, which was really cool. Like one of my favorite places that I went to was, was Athens, Greece. And, um, we went for the Athens challenge and we got to, we stayed an extra few days to go like to a crop list and stuff like that. See, see all the cool wow. things. And then like mm-hmm. when I went to like, Sometimes when we go to Italy, we go to Rome for a couple of days afterwards and, and see some stuff. And then with, with like training afterwards and stuff like that, um, it d- depends. Depends where I was at, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if I knew some of the people there, or if my teammates lived there, you know, that, then I would kind of stay and train sometimes. But a lot of times afterwards, like at their tournament, I, I would just want to kind of like relax and just enjoy, enjoy the time and the place you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, tra- i trained so hard to go to that tournament like afterwards like i would want to just relax and just go eat whatever i wanted to eat and just see some cool stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally and uh i was wondering since you fight for all your life like that uh, did you ever thought about Uh, going uh, into the MMA circles and stuff like that, or no? Yeah, I, I've done a like a, I've done a pro kickboxing fight, stuff like that. Um, I, I I started doing a lot of jujitsu um, for the longest time, and then I actually took like a little break from doing like karate tournaments for like maybe eight months, and I started doing a lot of like grappling and jujitsu tournaments and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, it's just I I, lo- I love training in different martial arts and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. I, I like challenging myself in different ways. But both um, sport karate and uh, sport martial arts are kind of like my passion. You know, it's what yeah. I love to do. And yeah, it's just I, mm-hmm. I could have gone and ventured off to other things and like done other things. But like, yeah, I just I'm I'm happy and like I'm happy doing what I love to do. You know, yeah. Just, yeah, but I kind yeah. of feel like um, I- I'm gonna say what you can't say. Uh, yeah. I'm I, I'm gonna uh, um, I kind of feel like the, the our our sport doesn't have the the recognition, the recognition that it has yeah and you are yeah. one of the best of the best of the best so to change and go in other like mm. let's take Michael Jordan who want to do basketball and baseball it's like two different yeah. things you know mm. so you are yeah. a professional in point fighting one of the best of the best of the best ever <laughs> and no but it's real it's real man i was looking at you when i was a kid and now you're still doing, you know like it's just you're you're yeah Thanks, so many man. level i and appreciate that man. so like it, it's normal for you like to like you know like mm. our sports should just be bigger and, and on tv at that point but i hope that's what pro point could do or something like that in yeah, the future because absolutely or at least deserve mm. this you deserve this raymond deserved it the jack everybody you know like mm. lots of people should yeah, be on tv I mean, yeah absolutely i totally agree with you and just like some of those athletes like raymond and ross and stuff like that have gone mm. and michael page have gone to do other things it's just For me, it's just like, yeah, and they're doing incredible with, with what they're doing. And I'm really proud mm-hmm. of them. And like, Ray- Raymond's like my big brother, man. He is yeah. like, I talk to him every couple of days on the phone. Like, talk to him all the time. He is like, he is my big brother. And um, yeah, I'm so proud of him and like the things that he's been able to <coughs> accomplish. But like, for me, it's just, I had fun doing those other things. I'll still mm-hmm. do those other things from time to time. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with where I'm at, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, totally. And we're gonna push you point fight to be more known and known and known. So at some point, they're gonna yeah, you're gonna be on TV, hopefully. Robbie. Yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> man. I I hope that maybe the next generation, you know, mm. like the like the kids and the teenagers now, or even the young adults that are fighting right now, have those opportunities, you know, and just. As long as we keep keep fighting and keep doing our thing and just keep working hard, man, it, it it'll get there one day, you know. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. As long as long as we we do our part, me as being a little bit older of a competitor, kind of just help help train and teach and just hand on the knowledge that we've mm-hmm. been able to gain, like through competing mm-hmm. and stuff. That the next generation's in great hands, you know, and they're going to be incredible competitors. And I I hope some of us. Some of my students that I'm, I teach now have uh, all the opportunities that I've, ha- I've had and had more and have had more or gonna have more success than I have. Yeah. You know, I just I gotta leave I gotta leave the sport in a better position than when I got in. You know, mm-hmm. and just help the next generation just ac- accomplish the things that they want to accomplish and stuff mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. What would you say uh, is your secret uh, weapon as a fighter? What would you say? What is your force? You know, I I don't know, man. Just um, I, I think the the most important thing. I like everybody can kick and punch. Mm-hmm. Everybody can mm-hmm. kick and punch and stuff like that. But uh, for me, I think the the best thing that works for me the best is my footwork is really really good. And I understand like my timing and my distance really well. Mm. 
you know? And everybody can throw a sidekick, can throw a reverse function, throw a back fist and defensive sidekick. Mm-hmm. Comes down to like strategy, you know, like just mm-hmm. strategy and um yeah, just just understanding your distance is really important too. Like yeah. I understand my distance and I'm, I got a good fight IQ and I, I think my fight IQ is yeah. what helps me the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you really like use your your explosion as uh, at the most like the boom and you're there and yeah second, you know yeah. Like, that's yeah luckily know. i've been fat i'm fast you know and i'm explosive. Yeah. like <laughs> i've worked at it that's the like, word yeah then. yeah i've always been explosive i've worked at it to get it better but um yeah that that's a good thing too but that's something you can't really teach you know like either you're mm-hmm. an explosive person mm-hmm. or you're not you know but yeah you, you can teach strategy you can teach Um, you can teach people how to like learn and understand their distance and you can help people, um, learn about their timing and stuff as well. Right. But like, um, yeah, you can help people with this strategy and with strategy and stuff like that, but like explosion, you can't really teach. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, because you can help people get more explosive, but that's yeah. just genetic because people right? don't want to get countersides. So it's like, you can tell them <laughs> how to do it, but they won't do it because they're yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So it comes down to like yeah, being smart stuff mm. too right so mm-hmm. it takes some coronas too yeah pardon <laughs> it takes some balls it takes some balls <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it does yeah um i was wondering uh jeremy made it uh, very clear that you were a role model for him as a fighter oh, uh but uh for you growing up who were your grow model your role model who were your idols um, I, I, i had a couple men um dominic and fortunato and versa man like um they, they were really big like um big role models for me they like they kind of took me under their wing when i was younger kid kind of coming up i got to see them train every day i was like nine ten years old and i got to see them train all the time i got to be in the same training room with them when i was a kid watching them train and then when i got a little bit older when i was about 14 15 i started training with them all the time and stuff like that so those are two really big um idols and people i looked up looked up to and um raymond daniels and jody tension man those four were always um my, my biggest motivators and my biggest role models growing up man like mm-hmm. without them like i would i wouldn't be where i am today you know what i mean like i've gotten to train a lot with jody i've gotten to train obviously yeah. with Raymond a lot and Dom and Forch, you know, and they, they've helped kind of mold, mold me into the individual and the competitor I am today, man. Yeah. We talk about like IQ in, in the, in the ring. Jaddy yeah. is one of the smartest people I've ever oh, heard talking about fight. Uh, I binge watch his YouTube channel. If someone wants to yeah. hear about YouTube, about point fighting, go see that. It's yeah. It's, it's, wow. Very, yeah. very intelligent, man. He breaks things mm-hmm. down really well raymond breaks down things really well and stuff mm-hmm. too man it's just just like even just a conversation with one of those two men can mm-hmm. like you don't even have to train with them you can just listen to them talk for like 30 40 minutes about something and you're gonna get better you know it's just there's how how intelligent they are and it's no secret why they've they had the success they had you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like They're just very intelligent. They study and yeah, they, they love the sport and stuff too, right? So mm-hmm. the more I think the more you love the sport, the more you're going to learn about it and the more you're going to embed yourself in it, right? So yep. it's just like, yeah, it's no, no secret why those two are, how they, why the, 
two of the best fighters that ever lived, you know? And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they, and I've been lucky enough to train with both of them and compete against both of them and be teammates with both of them as well, you know? So, That's awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how we come to that is, uh, oh, we t- t- uh, teammates, uh, Tom Roberts, you told me that you, you yeah, that's how you oh, become to the... Yeah, you post a picture yeah. about Tom. I was like, that goat, yeah. man, Tom. Yeah, uh-huh. so Tom's awesome, man. Tom's such a good guy. And um, <laughs> I- I've known Tom, like, he was actually at the fr- when I went to my first world championships, he was there as well. You know, he was in the men's yeah. division and stuff like that. But um, he-, he was there as well. And yeah, I just, I got to, when I competed and stuff like that, and I got, I've, been, I've known him since I was like 10 years old, you know, and just we've competed on so many teams together, like at the world championships and stuff like that, probably mostly every year since I was in the men's division since 2003, you know, like we got to compete a lot together. We trained together Mm -hmm. um, a bunch too. And yeah, he's just, he's just a great person, man. And he's a good person to have on on your side and stuff as well, man. And just when we go into those WKC team fights, I know, He, he knows I got his back and he, I know he's yeah. got my back, you know, and it's just, we have that chemistry with our WKC men's team that is uh, pretty hard to beat, man. So I mean, mm-hmm. we have that trust in each other and we have that, we have that chemistry as well too. Yeah, that's awesome. Because you are always almost the, the same team, you know, like it's uh Yeah. So yeah, the men's <laughs> team has basically been almost the same kind of people for the longest time, you know? So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been been a lot. We've been in a lot of wars together over these last forever. <laughs> <laughs> Which world championship uh, final would be like the most epic? Uh, WKC one, I mean, uh, would be the most epic. Like, was it against Ireland in Ireland or Team USA in USA? Because I, I have seen a couple of them, but not as much as you. Which one would you say like was the most epic? Like, uh, I was the last fight and uh, it was in USA against USA. Like, what was it? Um, I, I think the best one was, um, it was in Spain, I think in 2011. And um, mm-hmm. it was, I was there. It was, yeah, that, that one was crazy, man. Like, mm-hmm. it was uh, Team Canada versus USA. And I think USA had Jody Tension, Ross Levine, Troy Benz, Carlos Tierney and Reggie Perry was their five-man team. Mm. Then our five-man team was me, Cody Deesberg, Tom Roberts, Dominic, and Fortunato of Versa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it came down to the wire, you know? Like, it was the last fight. Um, I was the last fight, and it went into, like, I tied it in the points, and then we had it was tied in points after the five matches, like, wins, points, and tie, you know? Everything was... Down to the down to a tie, and we had to fight like a minute or two. I had to fight a minute or two overtime, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended up getting the win, man. And it was just like the atmosphere was, it was really cool, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was probably the the craziest team final I've been in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the place was huge that year. I remember. Yeah, Spain. it was cool, man. Yeah, I, it, was, I, it was my first championship as a yeah. as my, in my career, and ever since yeah. then hasn't been big like that i was like oh man that's a world championship and it since then crazy, i'm like always oh, man yeah yeah, it yeah, was yeah crazy yeah. man spain was a really good world championships man it was it was mm. pretty electric man it was fun fun times man and those are the mm. memories that our sport gives you know and just things that i'll never never forget in my life like being having that opportunity to be put in that position you know and just have, have that just memory you know the, the medals don't 
don't mean anything to me, man. Like I, I have so many, so many medals, you know, it's just that the medals and the trophies are just kind of like a symbol of like the hard work you put in. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's going to be the memories that you created through those competitions. And like, right. for me, that, that, that's why I love it, man. It's just the memories and the people and the challenges, you know, it's mm -hmm. that's what's going to matter to me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Nice. Right. Cause you see, now we know Robbie is a, fighter like you, you <laughs> irish open yeah he has won it many times like we don't know when but he has <laughs> won it many times you know like it's just it's that and uh, maybe as a final question uh i would ask um which country in the world except ours uh which one did you say is the toughest fighters um U usa is obviously one of them U usa and And hungry man, uh, uh, the Hungarians are really good too. Like you have Zolmarati, Laszlo Gombos, Roland, and Ricky yeah. Veras. You know, like the Hungarians have always been a powerhouse. Um, there's some good Italians too. Um, Elijah Everell from England is amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, yeah. but yeah, England people hungry. just look like people from jail, straight up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about all that, but um, yeah, I just um. Yeah, the Americans are really good, Hungarians. And yeah, just, you get people from everywhere now, too, which is really cool. But um, Hungarians, the British, the British WACO team is really good. Mm -hmm. um, they, they, I think they won the, the Europeans or the last world team event for the WACOs mm -hmm. last time. I think. Um, so, yeah, just, yeah, there's a lot of good countries, man. And then you got um roman from austria and stuff too you got a good ger the german team there's a lot of good german oh. fighters now too with like timmy and anatoly you know so and dominic mayer like there's a lot of good fighters out now man just kind of from a little bit from everywhere so it, it's really cool and it makes it interesting thank you uh thank you uh robbie for your time today